listening to Those Dad Guys. Because the moms have their podcasts, so why shouldn't we? Huh? Here are Joe Seiler and Paul Black, Those Dad Guys. What's up, everyone? We are Those Dad Guys, broadcasting from the home studios. Home studios, a.k.a. the basement over here. (laughs) Yeah, well... Kind of the same, uh, but we are in self-isolation. We are self-isolating during this COVID quarantine. And so, um, you know, it, it may sound a little bit different this week, but, and probably for a few weeks moving forward, the way it sounds. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I looked up uh, the Syria today to see what's going on. And because they, they ended their sports and things like that much before NBA and things like that, right? They yep. were playing in empty stadiums. Man, they're even still talking about canceling the season. Season, the only it's, thing, it's not coming back anytime soon. The only thing I'm seeing is like Chinese basketball is starting, and, and it's funny because I listen to all kinds of sports radio, and they're like, if "That's a good sign." If China's basketball league is starting, then you know what? It gives us an idea of a timeline. I'm like, I don't know that it gives us an idea of a timeline at all. No, yeah, I just don't know. So we are uh, we are a week into the uh, working from home portion of the uh, self-isolation. And uh, how's it going for you, Paul? It's not bad overall, to be honest with you. I, uh, I do my thing. Um, I've been taking uh, breaks, which I never used to take in the office. I'm taking my 15 to make uh, some good coffee. Um, taking the lunch. What I've really loved about this, if we're going to be optimistic, is I have the opportunity to have lunch with my wife and my daughter, which is pretty awesome to me. Right. But- and. I've talked to you every day so far, and it seems like you're having grilled cheese every day. It's true. I'm glad you brought that up. Grilled cheese nonstop. What's, what's funny is um, when I was a little kid, um, we had a really interesting dynamic with my mom's family. So it was we were on one street, and then two streets over, we had an aunt and uncle there. Another street over, we had two sets of aunts and uncles there. So my mom's brothers and sisters and things like that. And I would consistently on a Saturday ride my bike to my aunt's house. Uh, she had two daughters and we would have grilled cheese cut in four. And that's our thing is, uh, is grilled cheese. So when I've been making it, I've been thinking back to my childhood and uh, you know, for one of my birthdays, they got me this book, grilled cheese, please. And I just realized that I, that I had that. So coming up this, uh, this week and going forward, we're going to look up some of these uh, grilled cheese recipes and cook it up. That's kind of awesome. You're going to have to share some of those recipes with me. You know what? Find your favorite one and get it on the, get it on the Facebook page on Twitter. All right. Share, share it with the listeners. Done. It's funny. We talk quickly and I don't want to talk too much about that, but I just want to let everyone know. I mean, people listening, uh, you obviously know where to find us. But one thing I've been doing is trying really, really hard to get us on every platform we can find. So we're now on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're in Google Play Podcasts. Um, And then there's another one called Pocket Cast. You can find us on RSS. So we are out there now. So beautiful thing. But that's been taking up my time. And it's like waiting. It's like, we have to wait for this to be approved. Mm. And, And that's been the pain. And the best is like you every day. Are we approved yet? Are we approved yet? Listen, people just want to know. I got Google exclusive people. I got Apple exclusive. This one guy, Brent, he would not listen to anything but Apple. He wouldn't even download the free Spotify to listen, but he's had a listen. He said he had a good time. So, so we are out there now. So, so, so anyway, sorry, you've been, so you've been taking your lunch. You've been happy to spend, spend lunch times with your, with your wife and daughter. Yeah, I've been I've been doing more cooking in the kitchen, which is really odd. So because I can't trust well, the wife I, to do the grilled cheese like Daddy does the grilled cheese. 
I make sure that cheese is, is oozing when you separate it. You know, I do with grilled cheese sometimes. What's that? After I finish my grilled cheese, I put some cheese, like some, some shredded cheese into the pan, let it separate from the grease. Then I put a spatula under it and I lift it. And then I, it kind of droops over the spatula and yeah. it'll harden. Okay. And then I put it on top of my grilled cheese and you've got this hardened <laughs> cheese on top of this grilled cheese because it's very healthy for you. Uh, yeah. It, it, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. I, I saw someone do it once upon a time on the food network and, um, quick, uh, look at, we have a food network star coming on later, to, later in the show and cooking and cooking. Right. There's those two different, uh, there's, he's on the food network. He's also on the cooking network. Yeah, which I don't, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm going to be honest. It's, I'm pretty excited. It's going to be a good interview. So, um, but anyway, I saw that and I was like, Oh, extra cheese. Why not? I love, love me some cheese. So it's funny. You talk about taking breaks and lunches. It's one thing that I, you know, I, I mean, at work, I always take lunches. I have a beauty, like I work in a studio so I can kind of take my time and do things, but um, I'm also trying my best to go upstairs and have lunch because I'm working in the, in the home studio right now. So I take my time to go upstairs and have lunch with the kids. It's one thing we've done is we put the kids on a schedule mm -hmm. um, this week and it actually worked out really, really well because schoolwork started to trickle in from, from the school boards this week. Cause last week was Mar March break. So I was like, okay, they were on electronics all week. But this week we had to change it up a little bit. So I said, we're going to put you on a schedule. So in the mornings they wake up, they're allowed to go on their electronics till 10, okay. 10 till 12 schoolwork. And every now and then I'll pop up just to double check noon till one. We have lunch, keeping in mind, my wife and the baby are here too. So we have lunch, whatever we got. We, we unfortunately have not had grilled cheese every single day. Now I envy that we did have it on Monday, <laughs> but Anthony, all he wants is hot dogs every day. I'm like, you're not having hot dogs every day for lunch. He's like, but I can't take them to school. So I'm home. I'm like, no. So, and then Do kids uh, have allergies to hot dogs. No, but if they take them to school, they're cold. Why don't you put them in a thermos? But the, the thermos is okay. My kids will not eat like the regular red hots. Okay. So they got to have these giant hot dogs. And I don't have a thermos that big. Get a giant thermos. I don't have that. Send them to school looking like a construction worker. <laughs> Maybe next year if school ever comes back. <laughs> so anyway, so lunch 12 to 1. 1 till 2, they've got to do more schoolwork. 2 till 4, it's electronics mixed with some housework that have to get done. So it's, it's a mixture of that depending on how we deem it necessary okay oh so you gotta clean your room when your room's clean you can do electronics whatever yeah four o'clock we start thinking about dinner together as a family and what we've started doing is is um getting the kids helping making dinner um setting making sure that they're setting the table stuff like that after dinner we do something as a family whether it be watch a movie or mm -hmm. um we did a lego night this week Okay. where we just poured out a Lego, a whole bunch of Lego and, and started building it and never finished it because that's <laughs> what happens with Lego night. Of course. Uh, we did some, like we did like a, a thing where you, uh, we got on our music kind of, whether it be apples or Spotify or whatever, apples, 
I called it apples. You have multiple accounts, so that's okay. Whether you get whether you get on it, and we kind of had to like it was like a musical scavenger hunt. So here's ten things you have to find a song that relates to these ten things. So it's like uh, find a song from 1975. Um, find a song with party as the theme. Uh, so 10 different things like that. And we all set up a playlist and we all listen to each other's playlists. That's pretty cool. So it was kind of neat. Like, and the kids kind of had to listen to something like, so Ella had a thing like find a song from 1979 or something like that. It was like, she picked highway to hell by ACDC. I was like, fantastic. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. So, so, but the, the key for us has been, we had the kids on a schedule this week, yeah. uh, which is great. It's, it's kept, it's kept them busy and it's kept us kind of, kind of, it's kept all of us sane and it hasn't kept them on electronics mm -hmm. all day. So this is what we did. So my daughter um, took it upon herself actually to make her own schedule. So she, she had math, she had, um, she had science, she had recess, she had lunch. And we agreed that she would get three hours of electronics time if she completed her day. Um, so day two, she was on her electronics all day. So what we've done is we've, we've gone to her requested routine, um, but no electronics. It's a, it's a regular school day. Mm -hmm. um, so Friday hit. Yes. So Friday hit and she was uh, done all of her schoolwork. She worked really hard at three o'clock. So my wife said, go ahead. It's the weekend now. Have some fun. So that's how we're kind of doing it because you know, maybe, maybe your guys aren't the same as my daughter, but, um, I think she kind of goes kind of loopy when she's had that electronic for too long. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, yeah. Uh, a demon really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we figure we can have the demon child on the weekends we can handle, uh, during the week, just school. My son's been sleeping till 10, uh, till like nine 30 every day. Mm -hmm. So it's like, he gets up, he gets his half hour, but then he, like all of their schoolwork's online anyway, at the end of the day, they're all on, they're on laptops all day. Yeah. And I am not watching them all day for all I know. Um, they're chatting with their friends all day, uh, right. but I am checking their work and look, Anthony's in grade seven. So he's got more structured work. And so him, I know it's like, I look, he's got it, all his math written out and don't even get me started on him uh, doing all his math work in pen. Ooh, that's no. dangerous. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, we don't do Unless that. Unless he has the pen with the eraser on it. Remember no. those that never worked? Yeah. They never worked. No, they just, they basically ripped the paper. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. So, um, but it's funny. I did, uh, there's a couple of things I did this week and, uh, have you gone grocery shopping during this whole self-isolation oh. thing? No, but I did take a drive and we'll talk about that after you, uh, okay. if you break it down. So I went, I can't, got, you know, I, I'm the grocery shopper in our house and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be the one that goes out and does the grocery shopping because I'm literally, I'm going to get in, I've got my list and I'm going to get out. Some of the grocery stores have like X's on the floor as to where you're supposed to stand in line, which is great. And I wish people would, would pay attention to them, but they're not. But it's funny because still grocery stores are still pretty tight. You got to get carts by each other. You're going to end up not being two meters away. Right. It's inevitable. So I'm, I'm in the grocery store and I'm going one way. And there's another guy coming the other way at me. And we both kind of 
lean to the side <laughs> and we just kind of look at each other and just start laughing because it seems so ridiculous yeah and it's so necessary to 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 do this you cannot stay away from everyone no i also realize though how many times i want to touch my face All right it's insane like i am you know i'm like okay uh, and then i catch myself i'm like don't do it don't do I'm like, oh, but I'm so itchy and I'm like twitching. I probably look like I've got some sort of crazy. Everyone, they, maybe they think I've got the COVID. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> because I'm twitching because it's like I can't scratch my nose. So I probably, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what someone that's got the COVID looks like. Probably like you or me, but. It, it's true. Yeah. You know, but can't breathe. What's with driving these days too? What do you um, mean? So I went for a drive the other day. I had to take care of something. And it's like these cars are also social distancing. What? There's, yeah, it's weird. I was driving and I thought it was just me, but my wife said like, these drivers are crazy. She drives 40. I drive 80, right? In a, and in she, a 60. Yeah. And she's going nuts. So, you know, there's a problem, but the, the people are leaving three to four feet between the cars when you're coming up the stoplights and stuff. At least that's what I've seen. You know why? Because you can, because there's not that many cars on the road. I don't know. Burlington, when I started working in Burlington, it was the fastest city that I've ever been in. I used to have to do money drops for this retail store I worked at. Yeah. And retail store. Sure. Yeah. Money drops. <laughs> so, okay. so I was going down this, the fair. Friend of a was friend, like, no name. <laughs> well, <laughs> we got, we all got one. Um, so, but the, the traffic is like fast and I love that. I, I live some time in Chicago. You really want to learn how to drive. You go to Chicago. They're aggressive. Now everybody and their sister is driving at least 20 to 30 kilometers slower than what the speed limit is to ensure their social distancing. I, I don't know. I mean, I think I noticed it, but I think I thought more of that. It's, it's like, there are less cars on the road. So that's, no. that's what I, I mean, but I see it and, and I see all the social distancing and, and it's good. But what I'm doing, I'm finding myself, I'm judging people. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I was driving yesterday because again, I went to the grocery store. So I'm driving home from the grocery store and I'm seeing people walking. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Look at all the space between. But then I see like two kids on scooters. I was like, those kids should be in their house. <laughs> those <laughs> kids should it. not be hanging out together. That's I'm like, it. maybe they're brother and sister. I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm so judgy. But I'm not that guy because normally I don't care. Yeah, I'm always judgy. So I saw a family of 10. I said something. And, and my wife is like, oh, they might all live together. I'm like, those people do not all live together. And there's 12 of them plus two dogs. Let's separate. Let's, let's uh, make it's, it happen. And what's true. going on with those people in the cars that are wearing the mask and the blue gloves? You're in the car by yourself. Can, can, I don't know. If you I can't explain it. it to me, hopefully somebody in the Twitterverse or Facebook world can tell me. Because I don't understand. And the dust masks from the construction sites. Hey, if that's what you got, that's what you got. Because yesterday, I'm going to be honest, I said to myself, I'm like, I, it's the first time I said to myself, should I be wearing a mask? In your own car when you're by yourself? Yeah, but maybe they forgot they had it on because they're so used to wearing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, I, I could imagine my mom right now, every time we left, you got your keys, wallet, and, uh, and phone. And uh, so now it's going to be like, do you have your keys, wallet, phone, dust mask, blue gloves? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I should be wearing these things. I, like, 
probably, but I, now I don't even know. Like I can't, you can't even get them. Forget about it. That's it. You know, so whatever. I see that Bauer hockey equipment. Now they're starting to make masks for like frontline workers and stuff like that out of their visor stuff. Yeah. Like, which is brilliant. It's amazing. It's, yeah. great. it's cool seeing all these companies start to do that kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's pretty neat. I mean, the, I saw the Bauer thing. I was like, oh yeah. And they had Bauer right across. It's like, it's like the surgeons are going to be wearing hockey masks now. It's That's fantastic. It. <laughs> their so, scrubs are going to start having numbers. So another thing I've been doing uh, this week is, is when it comes to dinner, I've been barbecuing a lot more and uh, I've been uh, trying to, to get the kids involved. And I tried to get Ella, for example, to light the barbecue. And she's terrified to light the barbecue. And I'm like, I'm like, it's easy. Okay. Because we, we got an old propane barbecue. I'm thinking about switching to natural gas. We're going to talk about that whole situation at another time because I can't even do it right now because you know, COVID quarantine. Um, but so I said to her, I said, okay, here's how you got to light the barbecue, you know, and she's terrified. Right. And I'm like, you know, our, obviously with any old thing, the push button does not work. So I got a barbecue lighter you put in. I'm like, okay. She's like, no, I'm like, don't put your hand in the fire. You're going to be fine. Just don't put your hand in the fire. So eventually I got her. So she's kind of helping me barbecue a little bit. Anthony helped me barbecue some burgers this week. And I figure it's a perfect time uh, to bring in our guest right now. All right. So now joining us is a celebrity chef. I'm going to make sure I get all these things. Restaurateur, television host, author, award-winning recording artist, Roger Mooking joining us. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing really good. I'm just uh, overwhelmed with keeping up with my posting food on Instagram right now in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is the, uh, the we're, we've dubbed it here on those dad guys, uh, the COVID quarantine. Yeah. Uh, so we're all kind of doing that right now. Um, trying to find things to keep ourselves busy uh, and all that stuff. What are you, what are you doing to keep yourself busy these days with the uh, COVID quarantine? Well, I have a obsessive preoccupation with trying not to touch my face, which is really hard, bro. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Really hard. You don't realize how often you scratch your face or touch your nose, do anything. So a friend of mine said, what you do is you get some uh, ghost chili oil and you rub it on your hands. Wow. And then, yo, you're not going to touch <laughs> You're only going to make that mistake one time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. One time. But what I've been doing, man, uh, you know, I've been uh, at home cooking and cleaning. I, I'm, I'm a girl dad before the hashtag. I got four daughters, 12 to six years old. So I'm just cooking and cleaning. It's really good opportunity for me to get through the all the dry goods and all the stuff that's piled up in the freezer that you don't get to and just try and cook new stuff and just – light up the fire in the backyard and, and just hit it, you know? So I've been cooking like crazy. So, so talking about that a little bit, um, you know, uh, you've got the family, you know, we've got, you know, I've got two kids, uh, you know, Paul's got a daughter. And uh, so you're around, do you have a favorite thing, like a, something easy, something simple, maybe something your favorite to kind of cook for the family during this whole period? Do you get the family involved in cooking? Yeah. So, you know, my thing is I don't really cook the exact same thing twice. Right. So if I make pancakes, I might try different combinations of flour. I might try like put some peach syrup from the canned peaches inside of the pancake batter and see how that goes. So I'm, I'm like constantly perpetually experimenting. Um, but, you know, I tend to cook 
more than I need for that particular meal so I can pack it away and freeze it. So like, for instance, if I make biscuits, I'll make like 50 biscuits. Smart. And then I put them on a tray in the freezer. I freeze them individually, put them in a, bre- a bag. So whenever the kids want biscuits, they just go in, boom, heat up the stuff, get make their own stuff. So it kind of very passively introduces them to being able to cook by just reheating stuff and engaging with the food that's in the freezer, right? Um, and so we got like tons of stuff like that, man. I got all kinds of stuff like that, all kinds of experiments in there, sauces, rubs, marinades, like I said, baked goods, all kind of stuff in there. Chicken, I roast in batches and get it done and strip it, make stock from the bones. So we always got chicken stock in portions. So our freezer is loaded up pretty nice. We're like a Michelin star restaurant over here. You know? <laughs> um, are, you, are you doing door service or what? <laughs> well, I got mad people on IG saying they're like, come up, roll up, and we take out cash, you know? So I'm thinking about that. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So um, a lot of us obviously have a lot of time on our hands just hanging out at home. A lot of people working from home or unfortunately can't work and are at home. Um, they want to start getting into to grilling or smoking meat or things like that. W- what tips do you have for, for the fellows out there who, who want to get in to, to more grilling or really more smoking of the meats? Um, how, do they, how do they make that jump? What's the easiest things you can do to, uh, to start off? Uh, grilling and smoking meats, you know, I think for a lot of people, it really depends on your jurisdiction, right? So you don't want to be blazing a fire in your backyard if you're, uh, you live in a condo. <laughs> right, right. Fair. What <laughs> <laughs> is that? Yeah. Right? Uh, so you kind of got to look at what the rules of your jurisdiction are and kind of figure that out first. Nice. Then you're going to have the fire department running down your crib, which I don't think anybody wants, especially <laughs> right now, right? So once you figure that out, then you kind of play within your, your means, you know what I mean? So if you're allowed to have a little, uh, uh, if you live in a condo, but there's a little uh, communal area where you can uh, do a fire and people aren't congregating there or, you know, you do that. So for me, I can do some stuff in my backyard. I have a couple different like kettle contraptions. I have this uh, wood burning pizza oven thing. Mm-hmm. I have a stoned off area. So what I'll do is I'll dig a hole in stone and build a fire there and put a Dutch pot there. Um, and then when I'm done with the fire, I just put stones back and like nothing happened. You, you know what I mean? That's, That's incredible. It. That's incredible. I wonder if I could get my wife's permission to, uh, Dig in the ground and uh, see what I can do there. I, well, I doubt that's going to happen. I will it's promise you the answer is no. <laughs> These little pebble stones, man. I just set it up with little pebble stones, right? So it looks like nothing happened. Bro. So I, I, a funny quick grilling story. Well, not grilling, more smoking. The first time Paul and I ever tried to smoke a brisket, <laughs> uh, we had no idea what we were doing. So we got this great brisket, looked great. We got it all set to go night mm. before. It's all ready to go. The next day, uh, I think Paul's uh, you know, cousin lent us his uh, charcoal smoker. And uh, that sucker got the 400 fast. And we're like, no, it's got the, the thermometer's got to be wrong. We had, uh, after about eight hours, we had a solid uh, piece of jerky. Uh, well, I, so what happened is I may have, may have, um, put, put, uh, the, the charcoal where the water was supposed to go. I think that's what happened. <laughs> the guy didn't tell us how to use it. He just said, here, have a go. So, uh, you didn't watch enough man fire food. That's true. <laughs> it's funny. You say that we, uh, we actually had that conversation after. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
Now, was it an offset smoker with the firebox on the side and the? No, no it was one of the. Um, it, it looked like, like a yeah, kettle. like a kettle. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, no, yeah. So you know those like. Really, to do brisket properly, from what I've seen, man, you need that offset smoke box. You need that fire coming from a different place and just the smoke and the, the gentle heat kind of moving it along. Uh, even when you put the baffles in those kettle things, it, it just it, it's still too aggressive and enclosed. You can't. Cont- it's hard to get just this heat, low heat in the smoke that you want. Very hard. And plus, the briskets can be bigger than the, the size of the baffle. So the edges get, it's just, it's tricky. So let me ask you this question. Sorry. uh, So I have an electric smoker. I got a dirty deal. I got a dirty deal. It was 120 bucks, a nice digital electric smoker. So really I just set it and forget it. But I do like to sit outside and and take in the the aroma and the atmosphere. And drink beer. That's what it's about. Either a tailgate or a smoke party for uh, beers at 7 a.m. That's what I'm all about. Um, Wouldn't be first. When should you, when, when is, is there a similarity? Would you think to move from the electric smoker to a, I'll call it a real deal smoker and then moving to like a green egg or. Uh, Okay. So again, with the kettle type stuff, like what you're talking, it's really hard. It depends what you're cooking, right? If you're trying to do that brisket, that jiggly Texas brisket thing, from what I've seen so far, man, you really need just that offset smoker thing. I, I mean, I have, I've tried a couple from the, the pellet smokers, the electric pellet smokers, and they do a pretty good job, to be honest, right? Because um, you can move the brisket, depending on the size, high enough away from the direct heat that you can kind of control that temp. And it does a good job of controlling temp and feeding it as it needs. Uh, I my thing, I don't know what's in those pellets. Mm-hmm, right. You know? Okay. So I don't know if they're like binding it with glues and agents. I'm a pretty like natural cooking kind of dude. If I can get my hands on some wood, even in my, my stand-up kettles, I use primarily wood. I don't even start with the charcoal. Um, I, and if I use charcoal, it's like natural lump wood charcoal, you know, or charcoal that I kind of made myself type of thing. So I like to cook with as natural ingredients as possible um, just, just to be safe, you know. So, um, you know, that being said, now we've talked about different meats and all that stuff and how to probably cook them. Does your choice of beverage change depending on the meat that you're cooking? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's interesting, you know, like I don't drink a lot, man. I might drink like eight beer a year. Yeah. Okay. Right. I, I'm, I'm not really a big drinker, right? I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of green tea. I have like a soda once a year. Like, so for me, I'm pretty boring. I'm I'm pretty boring when it comes. Yeah. I do like a little rum, port, uh, ice wine every now and then, (laughs) but I I don't go, I don't go hard on it. Um, so for beverages, I'm pretty consistent, man. I drink water and tea basically 24 seven. Do you spend the day outside while while you're while you're doing your smokes, or to get back to the smoke? I was just curious. Um, do you do you hang out all day and just chill in the backyard, or are you going in the house doing other things too? Because you're pro. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm in and out a lot, you know, because I can set that stuff and I get a pretty good gauge what I'm doing. Um, I know how to control my my contraptions really well. You know, a lot of time people underestimate how to preheat your your equipment. You know. Because like some of the kettle stuff, 
people will get the fire going, blaze it up, and then go, and then they, then they will need to drop the temp, and it's really hard to drop the temp in those kettles. So you need to start it gradually and get, bring it up to the temp that you want, especially if you want to cook it a lower and slower type thing, right? So, because it's really hard to drop the temps on those uh, unless you have a lot of time to spare. So it's really, I spend the time up front making sure I can get the temperature and the heat exactly where I want. And then I can kind of walk away from it. And I've trained my kids now, you know, my kids are great. I'm like, your job is to make sure that fire doesn't go out. So they set a timer every half an hour, hour, they know to add one log type of thing. So I can go do other things. Um, you know, in my yard, we're set up. The kids can ride their bikes around. We can play some basketball. They can jump on a trampoline. So we all kind of hang out outside um, and do this thing and, and kind of go in and out as needed. Because like yesterday, for instance, I made some tri-tip. You can see I just posted my Instagram. Yeah, we saw it. <laughs> yeah, we made some tri-tip. I made some Yorkshire pudding, a tomato tomato salad. So I was in and out of the house all day with one of my daughters who was helping me cooking the tri-tip keeping the fire going, finishing the Yorkies inside, making the salad inside. So it's constantly kind of back and forth, you know? So quick question for you. You talk about the kids and their responsibilities. So the, are the kids all involved in, in cooking in your house as well? Yeah. So the ages are range is four daughters from 12 to six years old. So they have kind of varying degrees of yeah. skill level and, you know, safety handling knives and stuff like that. Um, but if they're interested, they come and I don't pull punches. It's like, okay, today we're making uh, empanadas from scratch. So they go right from the top and I'll let them do as much as possible that they're safe. And then I kind of watch over them and help them give them some direction and, and they're getting pretty good at making a lot of stuff, man. My son, Anthony, is 12, and he's a big Food Network guy. Loves watching Food Network. Okay. So one day, uh, he's, he's kind of learned how to make different kinds of French toast. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny because one day he had me mic him up in the kitchen with a video <laughs> camera, and he wanted to basically do his own food show. We didn't get through the whole thing, but at the same time, it's like in our house, that's kind of – you know, it, it, I'm a Food Network guy too. I love watching Food Network yeah, um, for all the different shows. Um, so we're watching, and, and that's how he got interested in it and, and that kind of thing. So I'm trying to get, I, and my daughter as well is, is into some things, but she's more about texting her friends and doing that yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah, playing yeah. silly games. But it's funny because when you say that, it's like they are varying degrees, but my son wants to have a cooking channel. I just said, we got to get our kitchen redone before I show anyone our kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, no shame in the game, bro. No <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because, like, a couple of birthdays ago, one of my daughters, we had a chopped, a chopped birthday party. Nice. So the groups of different girls kind of split up, and in the kitchen, they were like, "Dang!" And it was fun, you know, because some of the kids were like, "Oh man, I'm being judged by <laughs> judge." Like, you know? <laughs> it's funny. That's what I told my son. I said, "I said I got Roger Mookin coming on the show today. He's like a chopped judge. He's like, oh yeah." Right. <laughs> like, oh yeah so man so that's kind of fun that's funny because i was just thinking earlier today because i knew we were going to talk to you i was pretty excited and i'm thinking sometimes when my wife makes something out of this world or, or i cook something up that's so good right you know when you make that i'm disgusted face because it's so good you're just like oh mm, you're angry at somebody yeah. Right. Do you, do that you that have, face pops up a few different instances in life, but just all right. Give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> Another show. That's a whole different. That's topic, a whole other podcast. <laughs> whole other podcast. I was just saying. Um. So, Roger, 
So these days, I know we're all inside and whatever, but where can people uh, find you? What are you working on right now? Uh, we just wrapped shooting season nine of Man Fire Food, wow. so look out for that. Uh, we're about to, once this all clears up, if this clears up anytime soon, shoot another four seasons, season four of Man's Greatest Food. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other guest stuff that I'm, I'm popped up to do. Um, so there's lots on the go, man. I'm always working on something. So. <laughs> Good. And uh, where can people find you on socials? What are your socials at? Everything is at Roger Mooking, R-O-G-E-R-M-O-O King. So very simple, man. It's, it's all the same. You can find it, whatever your platform is, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You're everywhere. YouTube, <laughs> website. Everything. Do you sleep? Yeah, I sleep great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Roger, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you uh, joining the podcast. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. Man, that's awesome. Roger freaking Mooking joining us. That's amazing. So, so do you think next time we make a brisket, we'll actually be able to do a good job or not have jerky? Uh, well, let's see what we can do. No promises. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We, we've done we've done one since that turned out pretty good, I think. Yeah, of course. But uh, I, I got to ask... Uh, my wife if i could get a side box smoker now because that's the only way to enjoy brisket so it's funny so i want to address something with what you just said okay my my wife you said what what you're going to notice is i've mentioned my wife's name heather and my two kids and this is this is nothing but you'll notice paul you have not yet mentioned the (laughs) names of your family can you explain that please Uh, yes i've been uh I've been told that it's not allowed. Not in the black house. (laughs) No use of names whatsoever. Is she terrified or are we going to say bad things? Listen, I've been trying to figure that out this whole time. Um, So I've gone back to what I've called her in our personal lives with pet names and stuff. You know, like honey, babe, boo, whatever. Uh, Mussolini. (laughs) Um, For real? Yeah. Yeah. I, I call her Mussolini. So from now on. Can we expect <laughs> that every time you talk about Mussolini, you're talking about your wife? Yes. Yes. Okay. And it's funny. Um, my daughter um, wanted to do some research things because she, uh, she listened to a show about, uh, about Ella doing some research on the Prime Minister of Canada. Oh so boy. I'm, like, I'm like, do me a favor. Do, uh, do a search on Mussolini and dictator. <laughs> oh, no. How'd that go? Uh, well, she did it and she came downstairs and read it, uh, her presentation to my wife and I, she did a presentation. She did a presentation for us. So good. Um, and then when she was done reading about the, the dictator and I'm like, and who does this sound like? And then we all had a laugh. 15 minutes later, my wife comes downstairs. I think you can uh, use the Mussolini story for your show. I said, Oh, we were gonna, yeah. <laughs> sorry we've already pre- done that it's already I, been in. <laughs> i appreciate your permission but it's happening so give me are, something all right what what are we are we calling your daughter anything does she get a name no 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 she will just be my daughter that's it except for every time you screw up yeah and i have to probably edit the show <laughs> exactly maybe i'll uh maybe i'll call her angel pie oh that's sweet yeah. that's a lot of words so you're gonna, you're gonna forget yeah. that how about demon for when she has the ipad well, you got Mussolini and Demon. Yeah. 
the demon. <laughs> so now when Paul talks about Mussolini, it's his wife and the demon is his daughter. I will never call her the demon ever. <laughs> She's going to go to school. She got, my dad calls me a Listen, demon. Have you listened to his show? <laughs> Those dad guys, they're on Spotify, Apple and Google. And everywhere else you can find your podcasts. Um, <laughs> all right. So now we've got that clear. Yes. Mussolini and yet unnamed. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm very glad we could clear that up. I appreciate that. Because I know that people have been wondering. We're going to see how the big guy gets lit up this week. No, it was her <laughs> call. No, you're off the hook, man. You are off the hook. Okay. So um, we've been talking about self-isolation and COVID quarantine and all this. But there's something I had to do uh, this weekend uh, that I couldn't get out of. So long story short, last May, my parents uh, were in a house fire. Okay. Mm. Um, everyone's okay. That's the first thing I say to people. But last May, my parents were in a house fire. And long and short of it is they, are, they were still out of their house as of a couple days ago. Finally, they're able to move into their house. Now, before this whole thing started, this was the, you know, this was the weekend we're moving them into their house. Well, now it's COVID quarantine. Mm -hmm. My father is 72 years old. Well, he will be 72 years old. Um, and my mother is younger than that, but not much. She looks about 40, 47, 48. Yeah. My mom is three, four <laughs> years older than me. <laughs> Anyway, so, okay, they've been living in, in, a, in a townhouse in a different city. Like, they have not even, like, been in the same city since my son was born in January. So, this was their weekend to move in. Well, what do you do? Like, my dad can't do it all. So, and they pretty much had their inside of their house rebuilt. So, okay. I had to go. I had to go help them move today. Like... I'm like, I don't know. It was, it's tough, right? Because, and my dad is the guy that's also been at the house every single day, watching what the guys are doing in the house. And my sister and I are like, dad, you can't do this. He's a pretty active guy, right? Right. And, and yeah. he comes from the world of contractors and kitchen design and all this stuff. So he wants to be there. And, and, and I believe, look, we all want to get out of the house too. So, but my sister and I are like, dad, you, you know, you've got underlying health things. You're an old man. You got, you got to stay in. And, and so, no. So, okay. So today I go and, and go and I do that before we did the show today. I, I went and I helped my dad move and I had that. My mom's big request. Can you make sure our internet's working? Make sure our Wi-Fi, <laughs> which is kind of everyone's request right now. But it wasn't when I got there, it was not working. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, so I had to call the company, the internet company. And because I said to my dad, I said, I got to stay and do this because if I don't do this and you get here and mom gets here with no internet, you're going to have a terrible afternoon. Yeah. You will have a very bad day. So I stayed, I got that done. But every time I'm in there, I'm like, I'm like, it's it's my dad and it's probably okay but at the same time i'm like dad stay in a different room you know what mm -hmm. i mean and it's yeah. just but now i i said to him when i when 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 i left i said you guys are officially out of the other place on uh on like tuesday you're out of the place on tuesday so 
please, I'm asking you, stay home. Stay home after that. He's like, well, I got to go grocery shopping on Monday. I'm like, fine, go grocery shopping. It's just you and mom in the house. Buy two weeks of food. You've got a month of stuff to do in the house. I said, mm-hmm. you've got you to unpack everything, put furniture back. Like they've, it is a disaster. And I wish I could be there to help. But I'm like, just please. I said, your daughter and your son really, really want you to stay home. It's important to us. Please stay home. And, and so we've got him to agree to stay home as long as we continue to FaceTime with him and my mom and, and show them videos of the baby and all this stuff because they only live five minutes away. That's like it. They've, been, they've been 25 minutes away for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. Like it's, it's crazy that I should feel that way when it comes to, to kind of even helping my parents. That's it. Yeah. It's, I don't know. <laughs> I would probably, I, I don't know. I would probably throw it all, throw it all away and do what I got to do. And which is kind of, which is kind of why I did it. And, yeah. and my, and, and everyone gets it. Like my wife doesn't want me to go anywhere, but she's like, you've got to, you've got to do that. And my sister was like, you know what you got to. And so, so I did and it's done and they're in and dad, I know you're listening. So stay home. You be- stay home. Today's grocery shopping today because today you're probably listening to it on Monday. Who knows, but go grocery shopping and then stay home. That's it. That's, it. That's all I want to say. And now Paul, please make me laugh. Oh Lord. I don't know if I can, uh, I can, I can promise that. <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> Last week's dad joke right? of the week yeah. was fantastic. It was, a, it was a good start. So uh, here we go. Here's this week's uh, those dad guys dad joke of the week. And now, get ready to cringe. It's the dad joke of the week. All right. So before all this uh, self-quarantine lockdown uh, came to be, uh, my daughter, wife, and I walked to um, the Lowe's. Nice hardware store. Is that what you, um, call it? you call it the lows the lows yeah that's what the italians call it's like i'm going to the frills <laughs> wow anyway, so sorry. anyways here's a dad joke from an old man who worked there that found it appropriate to tap my daughter on the shoulder and uh tell a joke why don't lions eat clowns i don't know why don't lions eat clowns because they taste funny <laughs> That's bad. It's horrible, that's a, right? That's a bad one. It's going to be on the top five of worst dad jokes ever. I can only see this old man in the lows tapping your daughter on the shoulder, mm-hmm. your daughter yet to be named, and uh, telling her this joke. What was her response to that? Blank she stare. Could- Blank stare. She's like, oh. And then I'm oh, like, she- <laughs> that's a good one. Let's go. Was she creeped out that like, this old man was tapping her on the shoulder. And what did you do? <laughs> he works there. I didn't care. Oh, he worked. Yeah, I guess. yeah. He's an employee, right? Yeah. Uh, he handed her a magazine because we were looking at uh, gazebos. Yep. So we handed it. We were like, no, we're good. We don't need your magazine. But he handed in because my daughter is a child. She takes it. Uh, so we walked down a few aisles and then just put it to the side. <laughs> nice. Yeah. See, why can't they just stick to drawing a happy face on the back of the receipt like they do at Costco? Exactly. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> when she's misbehaving in the Costco, I tell the person, no happy face today. No, you don't. I'm that guy. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm like, no, 
no, you've been a mess since we got here. I know you want to hold the receipt. That's not going to happen. The guy goes to flip. I'm like, no, we're good. See you later. Maybe you'll leave next time. That is a tip for all you dads out there. So when you're at Costco and your kid's acting like a fool, no happy face. No, no rewards. Well, that's it for us this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks to Roger Mooking for joining us. And uh, I, I don't know. I guess we'll catch you next week. See you when we see you. Ciao.